Good morning, Wisconsin. It's WTMJ Now. News, opinions, Wisconsin. Everything you need to know in the Badger State and beyond. Come give us your thoughts on the old National Bank talk and text line at 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Get old. Now here's your hosts, Sandy Max and Steve Scafidi. One of the things we love to do is talk about social media. It's consuming us. It changes our lives. It gets us mad. It gets us excited. And I always look forward to our visits with Marquette President Mike Lovell, who joins us in studio. Sandy Max is also alongside here as well. Special guest today, Dr. Gabriel Velez, Assistant Professor. You always have the longest titles, by the way. Assistant Professor, Developmental Psychologist at Marquette's College of Education, expert on adolescent, which is what I want to focus on, social media use, Talking about how we educate our kids about social media. All right, we'll start with you, Dr. Velez. First of all, welcome, both of you. Thanks for having us. Great to see yeah. you. How's your summer going? Here. Good? Great. Mm-hmm. All right. Dr. Velez, you are an expert in this. So we, we have all these news stories. We talk about the, the impact of social media on kids. Parents have to figure out how to introduce social media to their kids. How do you make that introduction? What are the ways that parents should explain? There's risks here to social media use. How do you go about starting that conversation? Yeah, it's a tough one. Um, you know, I think one of the things in social media that we forget is how quickly it's come on. You know, in really in the 2010, 2011 is when it took off. And so it's something that a lot of us as adults are not well educated on. So I think a first step is to educate ourselves. What are the risks? What are the concerns? And also, what are the positive things we can encourage our kids to do? So that's really a first step. The second one, I think, is engaging in a conversation about it, actively talking about it. So I think of it in some ways in, in terms of water and like learning to swim, where we kind of now have a lot of our kids who have just been thrown into the pool. And we as parents really need to start the conversation before to prep them. And then we need to teach them and ease them and start them maybe in the shallow end, testing it out, being there for them, and then letting them build the confidence to really know how to navigate more sort of treacherous, deeper waters. Or almost like driving a car. You exactly. have somebody with that level of responsibility. You want to know how it works, what the dangers are, and what the pitfalls can be. So what kind of social media training for young people do you suggest to get them both comfortable but also aware of the dangers? Yeah, you know, that's complicated because we really don't have great tools out there that are re- readily accessible. So, you know, I can't say, you know, there's this great program that you can just go to as a parent. So I think, as I was mentioning, that first step is really saying to your kid, let's learn about this together. Let's go together on our computer. Let's go maybe to the library and work with the librarian, and let's research this, and let's see what are the pitfalls, what are the things we need to know, and model that for them. You know, model for them, and then you can figure out, okay, these are the things to be attentive to, and then you really emphasize that with your kids. So, you know, if you feel like you're staying up late and you're not, you know, sleeping because of this, like, that's a warning sign, and let me know, and we can work through this. So you can kind of identify those pitfalls. Is there an age when people should start having those conversations. I've, I've had reading experts on, they say, as young as possible. A little mm. bit different with social media, it requires access to the internet, which we know can be pitfalled in a lot of different negative areas. Is there a proper timing? Do you just go individually with your child and say, 
they're ready, they're not ready? How does that work? Yeah, you know, this is a complicated question because sometimes that's driven by their peers, right? You know, you might not be ready for it as a parent and thinking we're going to start this conversation 8, 9, 10, and, you know, there might be peers at 6 starting it. What I think really first is that we want to, to model it with our children. So I've got some young children. You know, they will see me on Twitter every once in a while, right? They love the phones. And so it's really starting to lay a basis there if I'm actually actively talking about them. Why am I using this? What am I doing? Where are the ways that, you know, I'm showing that I'm doing this healthily where I sort of say, okay, I'm turning off my phone right now because I want to be here and present with you. And that begins to lay that groundwork. And then later as they get into sort of six, seven, and eight, you can start to talk about it. Um, there's a lot of research, too, that really they should not be sort of having their own accounts until much later in adolescence. So really thinking 13, 14, 15, the earliest. And what should teenagers be prepared to experience once they start an Instagram or a TikTok or whatever the next platform account will be? Yeah, so a lot, right? They'll be getting a lot. A lot of information, a lot of disinformation, a lot of things from peers, social comparison. I think um, what we really should be talking with them about in terms of preparing them for what they can expect is that what's on social media is not always sort of the reality that people are experiencing, right? And I think we say that a lot, but it's hard to get around that psychologically. So we really want to make that clear to them that you're going to see a lot of people posting about a lot of different things, but that doesn't mean that's what their life is like all the time or that your life has to be like. Dr. Gabriel Velez joining us from Marquette also, as he does about once a month, president of Marquette University, the great Marquette University, President Mike Lovell. Um, mental health is a piece of this as well. We, mm -hmm. we know that we've seen studies, we've seen the news stories of some of the dire impacts of social media. For President Lovell, you've spoken on mental health and health supports a lot in our community at Marquette's. Why is, the, is that such an important issue for you? Well, um, and we know coming out of the pandemic that one in two uh, college-age students are being seen for a mental illness of one kind or another. And many times, you know, social media, you know, what we're talking about today plays a role in that. And what I typically find uh, for many college students is uh, they look around and they see the friends on social media, what they're posting, and they feel like everybody else has their lives together and they don't. And they feel like, you know, their mess and everyone else is great. And so we really need to support the students to let them know what they're experiencing. Everyone is experiencing, especially when you go away to college, it's the most, you know, to that point in their lives, it's, it's probably the most traumatic thing they've done because they move away from home. Uh, they have an academic rigor they've never seen before. Uh, they're trying to find themselves and who they are and where their place is in the world. And, and then there again, they're comparing themselves to their peers who many times on social media appear to be having this perfect life when they really don't. In your time at Marquette, have you found the need to provide on-campus resources for this issue? Oh, yeah, of course. You know, again, many times, I mean, it, it, the, 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 the troubling parts are, you know, first of all, is when, when people you know, social media makes them feel bad about themselves. And so providing support to let them know that that's not the case. We've also had, unfortunately, the cases where people have posted the wrong things on social media and the world has attacked them. And so they're then helping them through, make it a learning experience, but also helping them through a very difficult time because we know social media can be a very mean place. And when that gets pointed at a young, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old, yeah, that's really challenging for them. And Dr. Velez, just to what, President Level was speaking of this whole college transition and mm -hmm. social media. Your research has discovered some things, and what kind of advice can you give to parents who have children who are heading towards college to navigate this and minimize the damaging mental health effects? Yeah, and I think that uh, what President Level said, you know, is really right on in terms of the social comparison. And, and what I would add to that is having discussions with your kids about. 
um, first about their sleep and their relation to social media, um, and then secondly about what they might be missing out on, because those are two under-discussed things. And so you have a lot of young people who are staying up really late at night, and you think about that transition to college where all of a sudden you're not in your home, right? And so you maybe don't have those structures that you'd have in the home. And so loss of sleep leads to poor mental health. Like there's just a direct connection there. And the other part is one of the great things about the transition to college is all the opportunities to explore and connect. And that's a really powerful part of that experience and really needed for robust mental health. And so if you're on social media sitting there in your dorm room, you're not out joining a club. You're not out meeting other people. You're not out exploring campus or the city. And so that's really where you need to be thinking about, too, with your kid is encouraging them to say, try those things, explore on that, you know, and being there with them to, to listen and how that goes and have conversations, but sort of to try and encourage them off their phone and into the sort of real world. That lost experience thing is important. I was thinking about when you were, when you were saying that when you go to a restaurant, all of us have seen this, and you're the parents of very young children, but older kids, teenagers, they're on their phones. I've seen tables with four people, two adults, two children, all looking at their phones, not talking to each other. Yes. What is, what's your reaction as a subject matter expert on social media and, and its impact on adolescents and how that feels to you as, as somebody who works in that field? Yeah, I want to sort of just encourage them to, to get out and have fun. You know, I think there's a lot of good data that this generation of young people they're a little bit uh, overprotected in some ways, and then they're also on their phones and social media. When you bring that together, they're not really kind of experiencing the world and connecting in quite the same ways as previous generations, and that ties into mental health. So, you know, the other night, it's the summer, I was out with my wife uh, at Summerfest, you know, and we saw a lot of groups of young people kind of, you know, late at night just sort of wandering around, you know, and, and it actually gave me a little bit of joy because I was like, they're not just sitting there on their phones, right? You know, they're not at home. They're, they're actually out with their friends and being adolescents. And so I think, you know, that's something that we really should continue to encourage these young people to do. Well, President Lovell, Marquette has a robust student population, and it is about 20% first generation. So families who this is the first family member who's going to college. What advice do you usually give those new parents who haven't had this experience and to say, hey, embrace life in real form? Is that one of the pieces of advice? What are I mean, the, the first piece of advice, I mean, is, uh, Dr. Velez has said, is I always encourage students uh, within the first six weeks of, of Kenya school to find three different groups to be part of. You know, we have something called OFAS where there's 300 some organizations that can do whatever they want. I always say, do something you already like to do, do something you always wanted to do, and find something crazy that you've never thought of doing, just do it. And, uh, you know, because we know when the students fall down, you know, if they have connected to other students, they'll get lifted up and they'll learn how to be resilient, which is really important around mental health. But for the parents, this is a great opportunity for us to use social media, you know, for good, because, uh, like, we have a, a Facebook group. Uh, a parents group that's moderated by uh, our uh, marketing communications department that parents, particularly first generation parents, can ask questions. You know, that maybe they don't know how to navigate the university, they don't know how to help their child find certain things or get certain help, and they can ask other parents. And so there are literally thousands and thousands of parents that are on this that are providing advice to other parents and, and helping them. And it could be just be a ride home to Illinois sometimes, you know, you know, that in, in catching up. But it could be something more serious. Like, you know, I've seen, you know, again, having their, their child get the mental health resources they need and getting long-term care, looking at facilities where maybe they can, um, you know, get, get extra support than we provide at the university, you know, and, and everything in between. President Mike Lovell, Dr. Gabriel Velez joining us in studio on WTMJ Now. We'll take a break. A couple more things I want to ask you about the impact of social media on young people, college students, especially when you're talking about Marquette University. Take a break here. Join the conversation 
after this. More of WTMJ now after this. If you've tuned in lately, you may notice some changes. Get the full list of the latest changes here at WTMJ on WTMJ.com. Or just text WTMJ to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. And we'll send them to you. No matter the changes, our mission stays the same. We are Wisconsin's radio station. WTMJ. Hey, this is WTMJ, Steve Scooty for Heiser Automotive. I love talking about Heiser. You know this. I've had the pleasure of driving their vehicles for four years, and I wanted to know what a pre-owned experience was like, and I've done it a couple times, but right now I'm driving a 2021 Lincoln Corsair, perfect vehicle for all of our changing weather, and we know that's changing in Wisconsin all the time. Every day is different, as they say. This Lincoln Corsair, 28 miles per gallon on the highway. How about that? Certified pre-owned vehicle. When you buy a pre-owned vehicle at Heiser, six-year, 100,000-mile comprehensive warranty coverage, 200 points of inspection by factory-trained technicians, full vehicle history report, 24-hour roadside assistance, and, oh, by the way, they throw in a full tank of fuel, fresh oil, and new wiper blades. That's the Heiser experience. Find out for yourself. Five great locations. Go to HeiserLincoln.com or Heiser.com. See all their vehicles. Learn about their great programs. That's why they say every day, today's your day. Tires and batteries, trust and care. At Blaine's Farm and Fleet, we're here to help you get where you're going safely with big savings on trusted brands of tires, like reliable, long-lasting Cooper tires, value-driven to deliver quality traction and tread life. Right now, all Cooper tires are on sale with $70 instant savings and up to $75 in consumer rebates when you buy four. Plus, get Blaine's best price promise, the guaranteed lowest price or we'll match it. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Evans Transportation is stoked for the Milwaukee baseball playoff push. After all, they're the complete player when it comes to logistics. But instead of being a five-tool player, Evans is the ultimate three-tool logistics partner. When manufacturers have accounting, shipping, and tracking needs, they come to Evans. And for the record, Evans is happy to leave the stuff to the real players. They'll stick to logistics. Good luck to Milwaukee from Evans and Delafield. Find them at EvansTrans.com. WTMJ now. We pick up our conversation with Marquette University's President Mike Lovell and Dr. Gabriel Velez, Assistant Professor and Developmental Psychologist in Marquette's College of Education. We've been talking about social media and the dangers for young ones, adolescents, and even college students because, Dr. Velez, you've learned that it can cause isolation. There are dangers and there are in in the misperceptions that are projected out there. But Dr. Lovell, you just explained that Marquette is using social media in a really good way. Can you just recap what we were just talking about, about for, for first-time students, I just think this is a great way to bring families together to help yeah, each other out. Yeah, we talked about how first-generation students and their parents may not know, know how to navigate the university, and we have a Facebook parents group that allows them to do so. I also am active on social media, you know, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and and um, and others, because I'm pushing out information that I want the community to have and to understand, to know what's going on, to know what resources they have, and it really, it's a, a great way for me to communicate to our broader community—that's parents and students, and sometimes alumni—about what resources we have at the university and how they can take advantage of them. And that accessibility was unheard of in the 90s when I went to Marquette, to mm -hmm. actually be able to contact the president yeah. and have him 
like something or respond and, and e either be encouraging or say, hey, let me set you up with this resource, or maybe you should talk to Dr. Velez. Yeah, in fact, when the inactive. students come in for this spark, which is their summer orientation, I actually meet, you know, I give a, a brief uh, presentation to them when I also then I give them my Instagram account to make sure you follow me so you'll know what's going on at the university. That's wonderful. So social media, while it has it, its dangers, it's nice to see that it does have positive things. It's not, we're not here to bash social media. So Dr. Velez, uh, some of your research is supporting the transition from college to college success, and it's your work with something called the Blessed Hub. What is the Blessed Hub, and how does it work specifically to support first-generation and underrepresented students? So it's a wonderful uh, acronym and a bit of a mouthful. So it uh, stands for the Black and Latino Latina Ecosystem and Support Transition Hub. And so it's really a initiative that was formed by these two visionaries, one at Marquette, who's Dr. Rob Smith, and uh, Walter Lanier, who's the CEO of the African American Leadership Alliance in Milwaukee. But the idea is that we're using our research expertise and really our students who are knowledgeable about what it's like to be black and Latino Latina students in Milwaukee to try and help support connecting resources to students to get an understanding of what resources are out there. And so as one example, we've built this uh, great visualization map that's available publicly online to see all of these resources, who their partners are, how are they connected. Um, and we continue to work on a number of different initiatives, um, including the uh, Obama Foundation's My Brother's Keeper that's coming back to Milwaukee and getting reconnected to help support the city and, and its black and Latino Latino students. Great work being done at Marquette. I always like these conversations, but I always like to end on on a fun kind of a look ahead, and, and it pains me to say this because I love summers in Wisconsin. Fall semester, President Lovell and Dr. Gabriel Velez, right around the corner. I'll start with you, Dr. Lovell. Some of the things you absolutely have to get out of, squeeze out of this summer yeah. before we get to that fall semester. Yeah, we, you know, it, we, it's Milwaukee's great because we have a whole year's worth of activities we cram into three months. And so one of the things I like to do is, is go to the festivals, you know, Tilly Italia Fest and, you know, get some good food and, uh, you know, uh, be around uh, others. And so, yeah, that's kind You're of. getting the rice balls at yeah, Festa? Always. <laughs> we always get the rice balls at Festa. And so. Uh, so, yeah, so that's what I'm looking forward to between now and the start of the school year. Dr. Velez, what are you going to squeeze out of the summer? I think you've got little ones that might want you to be at least splashing around in the kiddie pool. Oh, yep. They love the water. And so getting in lakes, because it's more than just Lake Michigan, but getting in all the lakes as much as you can in that water is really wonderful. Um, but I am got to say, I'm looking forward to fall. It's my favorite season. The apples here in Wisconsin, they do it for me. I'm going to end with one more serious thing, because I just thought about this while I was listening to your fun stuff. Um, on social media, we, we talk about it a lot on the show. Sandy and I are certainly going to delve deeper on a lot of these topics, how we relate to social media, how we use it, how it impacts us. As an expert, subject matter expert, not just people with kids, but generally a word of caution or advice for people as they engage with social media and however they do that. I would really say, going back to the same thing I said about parents, is to educate yourself and be reflective about how you use it. It's very easy, and you've, you know, these tools have been developed to have you be thoughtlessly just continuing to engage with them. And so when you stop and you think of what are these pitfalls, how am I using this, is it affecting my sleep, is it affecting my mental health, I think you're really taking control of your life in a way that a lot of us, including myself at times, don't with social media. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. President Mike Lovell, Dr. Gabriel Velez from the College of Education at Marquette. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Don't speed along to the fall <laughs> semester just yet. Uh, we'll see you next month. You're listening to WTMJ Now.